terrors of tripping on pump. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! This tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 What's up, everybody? It's Monday, October 28th, 2013. This is episode 142 of the Hotbox. My name is Matt. My name's Ian. What's up, dude? Hi. Back again. Monday again. Yep. (laughs) Sunday is just, sometimes it just doesn't work Sunday. It's the Sabbath. That's true, right? It's the day rest. I feel guilty, almost, just like doing any kind of work. Have you been practicing that line? No. No? Because that, that was a It just living. came to me I don't, from the Lord. I don't sense any guilt. Uh, hotboxpodcast.com. That's our site. Check it out every week, usually. Uh, hotboxpodcast.com slash live. That's where you can watch this. Give us a call, 406-204-4687 if you want to yeah, discuss the issues. We had an interesting conversation last week. We the did. Common Core Curriculum. A little bit. Cannabis. Yeah. Ingress. <laughs> In, in, shopping, shopping. ingress. That's in, cool. And getting your priorities right. Uh, kind of a, a a hot box update. Back when when these raids, now known as, <laughs> we'll start here with Operation Smoke Jumper, Operation Weed Be Gone, and Operation Noxious Weed. Isn't isn't that ridiculous? Like, are they made? Uh, those to are be like ridic- obviously about cannabis. You know, like. Well, obviously, these were the code names for the raids that we saw in. 2012, 2013. Just 2012. 2012. Yeah. Right. 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 But maybe a couple in 2011. But anyway. Sure. Um, sure. I like how – I just really appreciated the cute names. And this is coming down from Attorney General Cotter, um, who is the U.S. Attorney General. Um, it, it's really funny how he, he, how he expresses his thoughts to uh, our local media. Um, m- mostly – the thing that caught my attention was how he, he says that now that they've performed these raids and, and, you know, medical marijuana in Montana is, is almost dead mission accomplished. Right. Right. But now, but he goes on to say that, that now they're able to manage marijuana in Montana. Well, it's obviously much more manageable. Now, if you look at the numbers, obviously 3000 is more manageable than like 30000 but right? the federal government doesn't manage well, anything right. cannabis i mean anything in no aspect are of they it. managing anything currently? well i don't know they just got back to work like a week ago i know but then you got to like you know take a day off and just i feel uh, like possibly, there's not not much work getting done just the way that he 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 worded himself made it, it just really lent itself to, you know, like uh, patting himself on the back and patting his agents on the back, you know, like right. we really did this right and and we did it so well that that now the marijuana industry But they have to, right? They have to validate and justify all of that money that they spent. And this is it right here. It says the three year investigation by the US Attorney's Office. So this took them three years in the making. And I don't know. I mean <laughs> I, I, I'm going to base my knowledge off of what I see in shows like CSI and everything, but I'm betting if you gave me like a million dollars in like three weeks, I could bust like 15 people. I'm just, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't take three years. And I get, you got to get your evidence and you got to like, you know. They did not have to get evidence. They performed those raids <laughs> and then sorted out what they found right, afterwards. And then was like, is this evidence? What is it? It's a yeah. box of empty baggies. 
Are they clean? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're uh, still in the box. Yes. <laughs> That's evidence. And weigh it. I think they kind of had like a, a blanket idea, you know, for most right. of the dispensaries that were in Montana that they just assumed that everyone was laundering money and everyone right. was, everyone know, wasn't just selling weed and everyone was right. like the most shadiest criminal cartel member ever. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what in they're their told. eyes. That's yeah, what they're like, told, though. In our situation, you know, that was like the third thing they asked me after my name and what I was doing at work. Right. Where's the other drugs? Where's just, the cocaine? Just Where's punching the, the clock Where's... like you guys, right? And what are like, you what doing? Are you, what are you guys talking about other drugs? <laughs> like, we sell marijuana here. Like, we don't sell other drugs here. Like, obviously. Obviously. And, they, and like, the, you know, the crew that Jesus. they had brought in to, like, test the countertops and test surface. Oh, yeah. You know, to see if there was remnants of other drugs. You know, like, I, I just... I guess it was nice that they like cleaned everything real well yeah, for yeah. us, you know, On while the they were swabbing side. things. You guys probably got your deposit back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Um, they say that, uh, and and these, so the DEA and other federal agencies, of course, uh, they wrapped up this last week when the last of 33 convicted defendants were sentenced. Uh, that allowed its architect, U.S. Attorney Michael Cotter, to then speak publicly for the first time on the crackdown. And he says, listen, for a long time, we're hearing complaints from local law enforcement and from citizens. We're hearing complaints. And what do you do when you hear complaints? You got to act on those complaints. They, they were tired of marijuana. <laughs> we're so tired of marijuana. And they were tired of it next to schools. I can't tell you how many days I drive through a school zone. And I'm just like, look, there's some marijuana. It's just like laying there. Or just, you know you got the the dreadlocked hippies standing on the school like, corner where are these smoking joints. Living? I don't know. Where do you live that you're like weed is everywhere and you're like God? I'm so sick of all this weed. Kind of wish I knew. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like, is this Colorado? I mean, Washington, Colorado. Like, where are you talking about? It's not here. That's for sure. They were tired of it. They were tired of it next to schools, to churches, people smoking it openly on the streets. Uh, this is what Cotter says in an interview with the AP, and this is. They have to portray that. Like, it's, oh, it was everywhere, so that validates this three-year, multi-million-dollar, you know, and now, surveillance project. Yeah, and now that they've, uh, uh, obviously, according to them, it, it was, was a complete that, success. Yeah. Oh, and uh, now there's no, now, thanks to them, there's no cannabis there's anywhere. There's no marijuana anywhere in it's Montana. It's never found around a school or a church, nope. and there, nobody ever smokes out in the open. Ever. Matter of fact... There are so few people smoking cannabis now because of this operation that that's why it's so manageable. Yeah, well, all of like, our businesses had to close down because there literally was nobody to sell weed to. Because everyone I couldn't give it away. Said, "Oh, the federal government doesn't want us doing this. All right, we'll just give it up. That's we'll give fine. It up. We we want to be law-abiding citizens so badly, <laughs> so badly that we're actually going to listen to this." Yet we see polls i mean all the time on not just the internet but on your favorite you know pick a news anywhere, channel anywhere like it's, it's completely it's, shifted i don't think that there is one poll that says that people don't want it legalized i don't pe- i don't think people are sick of of weed or of marijuana i don't think i don't think that's the case i i'm in and amongst the people on the daily and not once have i heard somebody be like hey you know what i am so sick of here the bums everywhere? No. The marijuana. Like, it just doesn't happen. Have you checked in with your buddy in the park lately? 
No, but every time I drive by any one of the major, like, where Best Buy or Home Depot, oh, like, know. there's always people sitting out there with signs and shit. I yeah. mean, always. I wonder how valid their claims are on the signs, too. And I'm actually kind of curious to how much uh, cold, hard cash they reel in. You know, you know, on a good day, on a good, busy, capitalist, consumer <laughs> shopping day, they make some money. Especially on the holidays because it's cold here and people are like, oh, you have like three dogs and you're homeless and you're out here with the sign. Like, oh, I feel bad for you. Uh, empathetic system kicks in. I'm going to just give you some money so that you feel better. Can sit on the corner somewhere and right. wait for next the next week. sap. I'm going to give you this, but I want you. you to sign this contract that says I will not be back to this corner <laughs> for at least six months. I don't want to see you back here for six months. Here's $20. And if I do, I'm coming back for my $20. That's right. I'm taking all of your Damn shit. It. That's so yeah, that's that, that's kind of, they make it out to be this thing so that they can then come in. They, they create the problem and then come in with the, the solution. Right. Uh, Cotter, he says, it was just something that had to be done. And the result of doing it the way we did it, it was a strong statement that marijuana wasn't going to be tolerated in Montana. He said he believes he's on the right side of history. How is... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. How can you say that? He's still patting his own back. I mean, it's still How like... How can you even... Congratulations, like, guys. Like, you don't believe that, do a you? A majority of the public thinks it should be legal, but I am on the right That's right. side of history. I'm on God's side. Ugh. Okay? That's terrible. That's terrible. Last fall, uh, as we know, voters in Colorado and Washington state passed laws to legalize recreational pot use, and a Pew Research Center poll released last month found 52% of Americans think marijuana should be legal. It's 52. Is that a majority now? Is that 2% over the uh, majority? Well, right, but then, you know, there's there's that section of people that are unsure. You know, it's it's not just a yes or no. It's a yes, yes no, no, or, or I don't know. Or, or yeah, or how you, can you, not you haven't know? really decided yet. How can you, know? you not know? 2013. Like, how can that not be something that you've come across in your life? Unfortunately, people th- have opinions. The people that say don't know, they just are. But that's they an just opinion wanna... as well. They, they're just unsure. It's a lack of opinion. Or may- yeah, okay. I don't know, right. but why? Because you don't care? Because then we should have another box that's I don't care. <laughs> if it's I don't know, yes, no, I don't know, I don't care. This 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 I don't poll tree is going to yes. get really long. Like, you know, <laughs> is the answer yes or no? A, no? B, C, okay, <laughs> well, if it, your answer is no, is it a, yeah, A, B, or C? Right, oh, yeah, C? Yeah. Okay, but if it's C, let's go I to know. options 1E, 2E, 3E. I want full-on bullet points. <laughs> like... Outline of of why, right? And so you know, since he's on the right side of history, I want you know, I'm wondering if like the federal government's just like sitting back, tapping their fingers, waiting for the first of the year where Colorado and Washington State are going to start selling cannabis so that to they can the general public. Rated? You know, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder if they're biding their time, or I wonder if it's going to be another three year investigation. So, right, from 2010 to 2013, the three investigations, 34 people indicted, 33 convicted, with 31 plea deals, that's, like, not exactly a good record. If, like, you have 33 people and 31 of them took the shady deal because they didn't want to fucking, you know, mess around with right. your and court two, system. And two got convicted. Right. And then and one dismissal. So, High five to you. <laughs> fuckers. But then, oh, even man. even though that they have these stats, General Cotter or Attorney General Cotter goes on to say that they they literally charged everybody. 
So in in contrast to his own statistics, I mean, he goes on to say that 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 you know, like oh, that one, it doesn't count. We but still in, we still raided them. We still took everything they had. I'm counting it. Yeah, sure. like sweet. We had to go get a bigger trailer for their place. And anyway. I mean, if you look at the numbers and what they want to show is that out of the registered users we had in June of 2011, out of the 30 plus thousand, uh, and the 4,000 let's say 4,500 registered providers. Then they look at March 2013 after their three successful operations go down and everyone please out, and you're down to seven, let's say 7,500 users registered and 300 providers registered. So they can take those numbers then and be like, that's mission successful, dude. That's where we did our job. We did our due diligence and... We're completely rectified in, in our justice. Well, right, especially coming from Cotter's point of view, where he really thinks that medical and and marijuana is like a marketing scheme. R- right, right. You know that that like literally like whoever dreamed that up. No, those kids with cancer, they were totally actors. Like right. we just dressed them up and said, "Say I like pot and it saved my life, kid." <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, no, there's... all of us manipulative potheads. Ugh. Right, right, and you know the the. He... <sighs> No matter what I think uh, happens as far as, like, research goes or public opinion, there's always going to be people in power that find marijuana or cannabis to be dangerous and harmful to anybody that uses it until maybe another generation or two. How many generations does it take to, like, completely flush out the system? Um, I'm not sure. Five? What's the magic number? A generation gap to me is 15 years. Okay. Because, you know, when you – and that's not an official. That's just my own sure. assessment sure. of what a generation gap is. And so if you think about since, uh, uh, you know, the 30s when Reefer Madness started. First, right. You know, we have, we have this string of generations that have lived with this I, like this. But ideal. I feel like, too, back then there was no internet and the no, propaganda no, was more in, like, the, the, the commercials and everything were like, this is going to kill you. It will make you crazy. And the people didn't know better. And so when you get later on in the generations, that curve goes up because we have all of this information now. And so you have mass enlightenments of, you know, people being like, oh, it's not what they said it was. And what's interesting is that, you know, we, we only are able to read or, or, you know, we're only privy to the information that was made public or, you know, the, the way history was written. That wasn't burned. You know, in 30s, I'm sure there was a large subset of people that were like, what? Right. Cannabis is fine, you know what I mean? Like, even back then. But we were kind of led to believe that up until, uh, I don't know, I guess in my general opinion, I, I would say maybe in, like, the 60s or so, like, marijuana started to kind of make this comeback of sorts right. as far as, like, uh, public acceptance. Vietnam. You, and, yeah, exactly, right. through, through that string of years. But that's, I mean, that's just, I, I kind of know that that's false because... All throughout history, there's been people that supported the use of cannabis or used it themselves for whatever reason or, right. or whatever. Just as there's always been people that are either paid or their jobs depend on them saying that it's you not know, or they're dangerous. Yeah, exactly. And because public opinion or as as we move forward here, more people are accepting it. I think more people are willing to, uh, I, I guess, take the bolder stance or the or the the hold true to their opinion to come out of the cannabis closet yeah a little bit you know until the federal government raids them sure and then you know it's kind of like a turtle then you like <laughs> go back in yeah and like, slowly like you go out uh-uh uh, you go out <laughs> right right put your hat on a stick and see if it gets shot and which is unfortunate yeah for sure 
Well, um, and like the cannabis more states, needs a marketing campaign. Are you, like a PR? Yeah, like well, like cannabis even needs a fucking marketing campaign. Yeah, and that just blows my mind that there's someone that really feels like we're we're just in trying to sell more cannabis. Like, you know, all of these heavy hardcore drug pushers are like, we right. need a way to sell it's like going more to cannabis and being like, all right, you have all of these. You can only have eighteen patties on site at any given time, and you can <laughs> only serve this many in this form. Because it, you know what? Your stuff is freaking dangerous. Absolutely. And think about that, too. Like, all the, the high fructose corn syrup and the sodas and the fast food and the, you know, and the the candy and the, you know, all these other things that aren't necessarily healthy for any individual. Sure. But, you know, all of that stuff is purchasable right down the street at the I store. I feel it, too. Whenever I any. go to a gas station and I, like, see all of the bright colors, I'm like... Ah, you try and marketing find it, got you. You're just like I need candy. I don't even need it. I'm gonna have it right now, though. It's bright. It's and an yummy. addiction. It's crazy. Well, I'm pretty sure there's a few studies saying that you know that sugar content or whatever well, is partially yeah. addictive. You know, because it does release some sort of endorphin in your brain when you eat that. You know, that could probably correlate quite well. I'm still really curious because it says that the. The three investigations, the three operations, the ops, they were geographically split. So each one was for a different I, state? No, I think it was for different regions of Montana. Or different, right, okay. Like Smoke Jumper, you know, maybe eastern Montana. Right, And right. then that Weed Be Gone, like southwest, and Noxious Weed, northwest. You think? Yeah. I'm really curious, like, how that split up. It doesn't say. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that Noxious Weed was, was northwest. You're probably right. That one just sounds You're probably right. sounds familiar from somewhere else or something. You yeah. know, and it was really disheartening too because when I was when I was looking some of this stuff up, you know, and if you search for you know Montana cannabis or you know marijuana news in Montana, uh, it's it's almost disheartening how many Miley Cyrus articles come up. What does that have to do with for Montana? every for every cannabis? Oh, Hannah Montana. Yeah. Oh. And I Google. guess recently, you know, just on, I, not that I clicked on the links, but looking uh-huh. at the little excerpt, you know, it's about she's like talking about her opinion on cannabis. And it's like, I've never had an opinion on this. I've seen like the rage going on about her on the Internet. But for the first time, I was like, dear Lord, woman, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like you're the last person but anybody like, wants to hear from her about Nobody. She was just like, I got busted by my dad smoking weed, and now I have an opinion. I'm an activist now. Yeah, who's going to ask her of all people? It's just search results. It's just bad algorithm. Right, so you got Montana Montana Cannabis, Montana Policy Project, Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus. You can use search operators. So in your search string, you would say whatever you search for, Montana, and you would say minus Hannah or not oh. Hannah, and it will take out all of the results that have the word Good Hannah in with Montana. Or you can say state, like yes for the sure, yeah. sure. I was just anyway, a, but yeah, that's funny that that was my personal experience with this whole Miley Cyrus right. fad thing going on on the web. You know, everyone's got like a joke about Miley Cyrus, and I never really knew anything about it until I started like doing more research for the show, and it was it's like really Jesus, too bad. you're everywhere, everywhere. Could you imagine that? happening though like to you or if you were in that position to where it just like you couldn't say anything without someone writing a stupid blog post about it or no no i can't fathom (laughs) i can't fathom i'm sure that i would be a terrible problem if people wrote everything i said down you know what i mean it would be what a what a but you weren't also like an iconic mickey mouse 
dancer or something when you were a child. Do you imagine if you were Ian? Well, not that anybody knows. Ian of. from the Mickey Mouse Club. <clears throat> it was more like Scooby Doo. Fourth to the right, that was him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got Chris Lindsay with some quotes in here. He says uh, he agreed that the federal investigation was the main driver in changing the shape of the industry. Obviously, well, of course, right? Of course. Like I said, everybody put their little turtle heads back in their shell. Right. Chris Lindsay also wants to, like, in this next go-around in 2016, during the next presidential election, he wants to add a – he wants to follow suit with Washington State and Colorado and to mm. add that uh, legislation onto our state's Do you ballot. feel like the state's ready? No. I don't think no. so either. No, absolutely not. Because we've I, tried I mean, before, kind of, not at the full recreational area, but in the – you know, the medical. Yeah, we've tried that. And, I mean, obviously the medical thing succeeded. But I think that, you know, I just had this feeling that in 2016, you know, I, I, the the topic hasn't died down in most people's minds. I guess they're counting on younger voters, which is kind of interesting to think Don't about. they because, always count on that, though? Yeah, Every... but personally, I mean, I, I know of thousands of people that got registered to vote. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you do and so, that again this year. There's that many more and it. Or what? I mean, I'm not saying that they all went out and voted. They may have to sure. re-register to vote or whatever. But all I'm saying is that um, maybe, maybe if if of a majority of these younger people are open-minded individuals or intelligent, educated, self-thinking, uh, proper human beings, find themselves at a ballot. Which, if you are those things, sometimes it's a little difficult to find <laughs> yourself at a ballot box, sure. and I can relate. But uh, th- that would probably be the only way to get around that but it's going to be interesting also like i said to see what happens in washington state like- and colorado after they start selling uh recreational cannabis like right. is the federal government gonna go through there with you and know after a- shop exactly like are they gonna you know are they gonna put the hammer down no matter the state's legislation or how the people in that that particular state feel probably on some level I like the quote here. He says, uh, Chris Lindsay says, in Montana, it seems our options have only been the wild, wild west or no activity at all. Ultimately, we'll be in the middle. I, and I'm not sure where this position's coming from where it's either like medical marijuana or there's like no marijuana going on. Like, I, I don't really honestly Is that think considered wild anybody west? stopped smoking cannabis no. after the, you know what I mean? I think the we same amount. We saw prices fluctuate at, and that was about it. Right. But. I I just don't think anyone gave up their their herb because of federal action. Although in the, state. the ones that only got their herb, because you think once they started, even if they well, were if like, it was I'm, beneficial. Right. I mean, if it was which beneficial. is interesting because here the the officer he says they they dispute that medical marijuana is beneficial for the seriously ill, even not even just like completely sick and dying people, but right, yeah, that's well, crazy. It's funny that they feel that way, you know, and, and just like patients on the- who need the relief that marijuana provides should get it from Marinol. You can have Marinol, right? <laughs> Thanks. I wonder what a Marinol prescription Canada? costs a $8, month. Eight thousand dollars? No, I don't know. No, but I'm sure it's several hundred. Yeah, you know least. what I mean. Like most of those prescriptions are pretty expensive, and that's not even really the point, to be honest. No, and it's not even the thing. That's like one cannabinoid. Like, that's wh- like you can have just this one, but of not the sixty-six the re- that yeah, we like, know of. Get out of you here. can have this one, yeah. and just from experience uh, working the dispensary, is like everyone had something that was more effective for them as an individual. Right. And a lot of people's favorites were other people's least favorite. You know, and so like really those sixty-six cannabinoid chemicals that uh, uh, people experience while consuming grown natural cannabis really really do have 
you know, uh, surgical effects on people's ailments. It, in my humble, humble opinion. Well, and yeah, <laughs> we've all seen it. We can all relate to that. We saw here in Montana there was, you know, the youngest person to, what was his name, Cash Cash Hyde or something. Who's now running for mayor in Missoula. What? Who? Yeah. Well, not Cashy, but his father. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's running for nice. mayor in Missoula, I believe. Um, matter of fact, um, there was a little um, hesitation about uh, this particular individual running for office because, you know, some, somebody thought that he was lying or being dishonest. About what? Well, um, so after the the medical marijuana uh, laws changed in Montana, his mm. son was no longer able to legally receive medical marijuana. Really? Unfortunately, uh, Cash Hyde has passed away. Mm-hmm. Since then, um, and since then, um, his father has taken you know the initiative to become more involved in his local government. Which, unfortunately, the the cause to the cause is a tragedy. On the other hand, hopefully, he's able to affect uh, some change. Yeah, some change. Not even that if he gets elected, but just to like I I always think it's important for people that are known in a particular uh, a subset or or social group right. to find themselves at least being. Um, if you can put your name in the local media for running for a local office and the the cause that made you somewhat famous in the first place, you know, like when I see that, it, it th- makes me think, hey, it is possible for, right. you know, our generation or, or the next generation or people our age to get involved if they had that motivation. Um. But does the motivation, I mean, anything short of some massive tragedy, most people won't get that motivation. Uh, I, I can't speak on that. I mean, well, uh, just a guess, but I, I don't know what. Otherwise, we'd see more of it, right? Possibly. Possibly. The first time somebody or some group was like, we're totally not down with that. They would completely go in, take out everyone that made that change happen, and then effect their change. In theory, back. that's how that works. Well, in theory, sure. But there's there's a little bureauc there's some bureaucracy between you know uh, uh, saying you're running for mayor and then actually finding yourself in that position, right? You know, there's there's, there's a, a few lot steps of in between you have to fill out, and you know, lots of hearts and minds to win over and right. convince them to, to go to the ballot. On. Well, not only that, but that's the thing about uh, voters is that such a small percentage of people actually vote. I right. mean, like literally, like twenty percent. Or something like that. So there's this there's this huge amount of our locals that don't vote, and so their their opinion or whatever isn't being counted. I'm not saying that I that they're counted anyway. But point being is that sure. like you know if 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 more of us showed up to the ballots, maybe maybe I don't know something could be different. Um, I know that every time that I've gone to vote, it's it's been tragic standing in those lines going through all that information that kind of thing but whatever and i think that uh, montana is getting rid of absentee balloting or absentee voting like i don't think you're going to be able to vote from your home anymore through the mail system i think that was something that they changed last year in the legislation because it was causing too much of a problem no <laughs> I, I mean i don't know probably just to make it more difficult for people for all i know 
Um, but you know, the, the other thing, there was a couple other things that were changed in Montana state law too, that I found a little interesting. Do you want to share um, that with us? I guess, I guess before, uh, uh, before last year, um, social workers didn't have to report abuse to police. So like, you know, a, a child's social workers, if they knew that the child was receiving abuse, they weren't required by law to report that. I thought that was kind of astonishing. I thought it was kind of that goes without saying, you know, if a child's being abused, like, isn't, isn't that like the next course is, of action? Is that not, if you're already at is a that social why worker, it's not in there though, because it just, is, I don't know. It goes without, Was can it being, things like that go without saying without having a legal, that's like, what I, here's, that's what I mean. Was huh. it, did they have to put that in law because there were instances where children, child abuse was not being reported. And but so that, that child point, was having to stay with, those abusive individuals and the abuse continues because and the social worker maybe a didn't believe it or didn't or think B it was serious or use or their whatever. opinion or yeah or a bribe or whatever like I'm, sure. I was just I, I found that really interesting that uh, that wasn't a lot or what whatever point do you have to write down and program every single little thing that people shouldn't do before you have like a full-fledged it's, simulation of the whole thing I kind of feel that's the way the, like the way the law is written already. Like, I mean, it's a, it like broad interpretation, or that's what they would hope you to think. But I think that they try to be Times as specific change. as possible. Times that's change, true. though. The other law was uh, bans police from conducting a strip search mm. for offenses on non-felony cases where a weapon is not suspected. But that's this cool. law, yeah, like I've seen cops, you dumb fucks. Now I have You're to. gonna think there's a weapon no matter what. You know what I mean? Oh, you got a bowl of cannabis in your pocket. We're gonna strip search you. Look for that knife. You know, like the, this law that they added. You have a knife. Is only they are not able to conduct this strip search only when the officer does not suspect a weapon. Right. So if he suspects a weapon, he can strip search you anyway. And I'm. Uh, Officers have been pretty suspicious of just about anything. Cell phones? <laughs> you recording me? Give me that. <laughs> like, really? I am recording you. And no, I and will not give you that. Okay. Being uploaded I on will. the fly. Thank you very much. That's why a lot of that had to happen. Uh, People at those protests getting their phones taken. Possibly. No, I'm telling you, like, that's why a lot of that happened, to make them just, like, not only stream, but then be recorded somewhere else so uh, that you can right, have this and break it and who cares because it's already up there uh brilliant kind of brilliant um another thing uh going back to attorney general cotter uh, mm. he was kind enough to kind of give us as montanans a little bit of a heads up or a warning this a time warning he, well a yeah so mike cotter warning. uh the same gentleman that orchestrated uh the the raids and the crackdown on medical marijuana in montana uh he he personally vows to prosecute large large pot providers and also says that the new Department of Justice memo is not going to affect the way that he does business here in Montana. Which we assumed would be the case. Because that's kind of what happened a couple a years ago. Memo. But here he comes out and openly says that... It's you like, know, I'll that, do what I want. Exactly. I'll do what I want. You don't right. know me. Shit. Do what I want. And so thanks for the heads up, you know. Let me put this ball this in my This is Montana, mouth. and it is the Wild West, so it's a good thing we got someone like him just doing what they want. Don't you wish you had a job where, like, if your I boss... I could just do what I told, want? Yeah. <laughs> like, your boss is like, okay, so this is how I want yeah, you to do no, things. Yeah, no, I'm going to do it this way, but thanks. Yeah, cool. Thanks for the heads up, boss. Bullshit. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. And then still be employed afterwards. Right, right. Like, and still get, like, praise and, like, hey, I was so sick of all that weed everywhere. Like, thank you. 
<laughs> I appreciate it. Even but. though you, yeah. So that's interesting. Can I, are you familiar with the term marijuana refugees? I have am you, not. Have you heard that, that term? I am not. Okay. Please, please explain <laughs> well, what a marijuana refugee is. It has is. to do with like. It could how, have a few meanings. Yeah. Well, it, it kind of, I guess in this, in this sense is like people whose maybe their, their laws didn't go so right in one, in where they live. Okay. So they're like they move somewhere. We're else. gonna move somewhere, but we're gonna move there based on cannabis laws. Exactly. And uh, so, the, people, there's an yeah. Was, go ahead. Sorry, weren't people moving to like New Hampshire a couple years ago, or or some East Coast state because of that? Uh, as having to do with weed, with I, cannabis, yeah, I believe so. New Hampshire, uh, one of those states in the Maine, n- north Alaska, east corner, know. northeast corner. I just remember that from a few years ago. I could be wrong. Go ahead. But, and I mean, it does, you could see like maybe if your kid, like for, uh, in this instance, uh, their child has severe epilepsy, um, you would move to a state that would allow you to not be a criminal. Thank you, gracious state. Right. Uh, and you could treat your, your, your child. Okay. And so I, obviously people are hoping to currently move so to these Washington people state are or Colorado. Marijuana refugees. I just thought that's a weird, like, when you think of the word refugee, you think of, like, Africa and, like, a whole mass of these refugees because their their shit got all blown up uh, because of all these this bombing and fighting, and now they have no home. This is like, you, you still kind of had the a home, but your home was such similar. dicks that you had to move to another home. Concept is similar. You know, fall in line, yeah. let your family die, or move. Yeah, I guess that's true, right? I mean, Some that's, of, that's in most Good severe cases, motivations, yeah, you know, um, and I and I think that well, I know from personal experience that people move their families to other states for any kind of of better care for their loved ones. You know that if if the state that you live in, like Montana, is kind of primitive when it comes to uh, uh, disabilities or you know uh, mental disabilities, like Montana doesn't really have any programs for kids that uh, have uh, mental differences. And so uh, some people that have those uh, uh, members in their family have moved to other states where there are more programs and funding and and things in order to give, and this isn't even drug related, well, cannabis related. Obviously most of these kids are on some sort of drug, but they, they move to a state where, where there are uh, there's more awareness of those issues. Montana being literally still in the Stone Ages when it comes to um, um, uh, mentally different children. Like we have a whole bunch of uh, behavior modification schools. We call you know, them like Turtle ADHD Bay and, and give them Ritalin and send them on their way. Uh, well, not only that, but you know, then they send them to these behavior modification schools, which are for kids that you know act out, you know, are violent, or you know, do these things, but not. Not all kids that are mentally different have are 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 are, are act that way. Right. You know, uh, uh, that's that's such a, a but a if gross... you're on the spectrum, you're going to go to one of those places and you're going to be around that, which is going to make you more like that. Uh, precisely, precisely. Especially if you you put a you know some a, a young child that's easily influenced into this new school, right. this environment, and now he's surrounded with kids that uh, think that it's okay to like throw shit at your teacher and you know like. I don't know, stab people or I don't know, burn things. I don't know. Like so behavior modification schools, but if if the the if your child's behavior doesn't really need modified, let's say they're polite and use a knife and fork and say thank you and whatever. Right. Uh, uh, behavior modification isn't exactly what they need. They need different kind of attention, which Montana as a state doesn't offer. Well, unfortunately. 
This is crazy. This have you heard of the genetic disorder called Dravet syndrome? No. Nope. It's another one of these disorders that causes like massive seizures and stuff. Okay. And so this uh child, five years old, uh they the doctors tried a bunch of different things, barbiturates, extreme diets, everything to try and control the, the seizures. Nothing helped. <clears throat> she was in the hospital constantly, twice her heart stopped, and so the parents they didn't want to prolong this, they signed the DNR. Uh and then as a last ditched effort. They tried marijuana, and you know what? It worked. How old's the girl now? Uh, I'm not sure, but it says they developed an actual, like, a special strain for that was low in THC and high in CBD, heavy and that's go. as we know is really good for controlling seizures. And mm-hmm. says it had no intoxicating effects, obviously, because the THC was low. Correct. Um, so they, <laughs> it was a it was a weed called Hippie's Disappointment because no one wanted to buy it, it and then they renamed high. it Charlotte's <laughs> Web after the girl who once had three hundred seizures a week and now has on average fewer than one. Three hundred a week? Could you imagine that? No, that would be so crazy to be like even a child and like have to deal with something like that. I, no, I can't imagine. How many is that a day? I mean, that's... I don't know. Do the math. Uh, what? Seven divided five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't do math. Here, let me count that me. out really quick. It's a bunch. It's like 12. I just made that up. That's that's way low. Yeah. I mean, that's a couple an hour. For and then um, in New Jersey, there's a two and a half year old. This is, I guess, now the youngest one maybe in, in New Jersey in the U.S. Do you that know? has the same... Genetic disorder? Uh, no, different, different. Oh, okay. But same same idea. Now that the dispensaries are opening, she can finally get. As a last-ditch effort, I wonder how they, they came to that last-ditch effort. You know, after they went through all the Western medicine and did all these other things, they signed this DNR. Like, what was their influence to give cannabis a try? Do you think somebody reached out and was like, that's we've what I mean. had like, this that's problem? Because now that there's the internet, parents like that are generally on the internet with other parents that have children that have that disorder so that they can, you know, have you tried this? Have you tried this? We did acupuncture and homeopathy. We did, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, some sort of communication. Like the weirdest thing, weed worked. (laughs) He's like, what? Get out. Seriously? Do you think that if that was, if that was something that was going on in your life, do you think that that would make you an activist? You know, if, if, if your child was on their deathbed, you've signed a DNR. It would depend where you lived, right? (laughs) If your states were. Yeah, because if you had access to it, no problem. I don't think you'd be as much of an activist as opposed to if you had to actually fight to have that access. Even if it was an activist to, for that particular genetic disorder, you know what I'm saying? Like to, to bring awareness, Hey, this worked for my child. It'll work for yours. Hopefully. Probably. Do you think that they do? I I mean, yeah, I I would be motivated at that point for that particular, right. Whether it was available or not, but it also depends. Like how much time do you have to spare to something like that? When your child needs all of this extra care and everything like that's gotta be so much work. And then to be like, yeah, I'm going to spend, you know, three hours a day doing this. I, I don't know. I'd like to think that they would just because, you know, gotta get the word out, but it's a I lot agree. of work for sure. I agree. I do agree. So, um, in Washington state, mm-hmm. unfortunately, or fortunately, or however, but Washington state's liquor board is releasing their recommendations for how oh, good. medicinal marijuana Wait. should be handled in their state. <laughs> the liquor board. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so kind of like, why did they give it to them? Was that the only body they didn't want to like make a couple I, new jobs? I actually think that the the good? Washington State's liquor board just volunteered. Like, hey, we'll it, do it. Oh, you need or to like, buy no, I mean, a license. Like, oh, we'll sell you one. I, I kind of no, think I they have were one like, right here. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll oh, you. uh, you're having issues. How about this solution? How much are your liquor licenses? How many hundred thousand? Oh, Two hundred thousand. Well, I don't know about Washington State. Well, in I'm just Montana, saying, like here, yeah, just anywhere between five and seven hundred and fifty thousand. So. Yeah, I'll be on that board. How many do you need? <laughs> Sign me up. I just thought it was interesting that that the the liquor board was was trying to get involved in mm. the medis. Uh, and is that greedy? Medis- like, are you no, kind of being greedy? It's just medicinal marijuana point? in Washington State, not the legal thing, not the recreational thing that right. goes live after the first. Who's going to deal with that then? They're like, look, we handled the medical thing so well. We also volunteer. Uh, to handle the recreational side. My question is, is after reading their a few of their recommendations, who's going to want to go th- through all of that if somebody that's 21 years old? What are the recommend? Just- oh, you're saying, like, why would you do it medically and go through all of that when you can just, because Washington has it recreationally. Right. Like, so just why go to, why, have, exactly. To have exactly. the promise of higher quality or maybe personal strains like i need high cbd strains because i have seizures all the time do you think that you don't think that recreational cannabis shops aren't going to do I the think same th- similar i think recreational thing? cannabis shops will sell you weed that had mites infested in it because they don't give a shit but a medical grade facility would not you would hope beca- i would fucking hope you would hope it's, but that's that's you're well, really trusting the growers at that point because there is no there's never been any like checks and balances in these states wow to you know so really you're just kind of hoping yeah. that your grower really does care and isn't in an just ideal situation ian i would hope that you wouldn't do me like that and so well you know everyone has their rough patches for well, sure yeah but <laughs> I like to think you'd save the that the the shit that didn't get infested for the the medical patient. That's true. That's true. But I I guess I have um how should I say this? I just I'm not I'm not exactly clear on the difference between a medical marijuana grower mm-hmm. and a recreational grower. Like the 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 process can be the same. You know what I mean? They can right. they can they, it, what grow. is different to classify the two? Exactly. It's all the same. Other right? than the fact that you need, you know, like a, a, a doctor's note for one, and you have to <laughs> right. be 21 years or older for the other. Right. The other one, you can be 18, right? Is it 18? For medical. Well, not to grow, but to. Oh, for medical? Yes. Right, and right. if you're under 18 uh, with uh, the and Guardians. Five, correct. I-502, then it's 21 if it's recreational. Correct. So. Correct. If you're 18, you would go and get it because you are sick until you turn 21, in which case then you would just go get it recreationally. I'm wondering if, well, like the, the you know, here in, just like the article we were reading earlier about how uh, uh, there may be some attrition in the beginning, you know, when they're, when they're allowing uh, a legal or recreational cannabis to be sold. Uh, but then they refer to uh, medical marijuana users as bargain hunting. Like that we're looking like to get your best deal, it, yeah, or like you know because you know like with, price with watch? the onset of medical marijuana, the prices in cannabis came down considerably right. or somewhat, you sure. know, a, a certain percentage point, um, and and so the recreational market also had to adjust to that somewhat. Sure. You know, I'm sure that you know in the height of things. So during this attrition or during this 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 transitional period how i'm wondering if you know these medical patients that exist in the in in washington state today 
you know, after the first of the year, it's not like they're going to go get their card renewed, are they? That's a good point. Is it in their best interest to or not to? I couldn't say. I don't know how the registry program works in Washington State. It'll be interesting. Particularly. Although, like I've been saying for the last three weeks, it would be really cool if somebody that lives in Washington State or Colorado would, you know, let us let us chat with I you. I think I don't the more I think about that, the less I think it's going to happen because of everything with the NSA and PRISM. They're like, we're not going oh, like, to so? send an email that's like, hey, I live in Washington and I smoke mad weed, yo. <laughs> like, I don't, I I'll send don't. one first, man. Just send me one that says, hey, uh, <laughs> did you pick up any popcorn at Super One? Yeah, I'll send we're not trying to I live in Montana and you I should, smoke like, mad weed. You should clarify yourself and let them know that you're not trying to arrange a buy of any sort. Oh, like, no. We just want to <laughs> talk about like what it's like with the shops and like how readily available it is and all that or your personal opinion on what's going on your observations like what uh like Whoa, what the feeling Ian. is uh, between you and your your cohorts your partners in c- crime if you want to call it that i guess i'll let fox news tell me what i think <laughs> uh interesting story in illinois we kind of saw this here too of course uh with new pot laws what does that do for the employers if you have a like a mandatory drug test, but yet you can have prescription painkillers if you have a prescription for it. So what about the medical marijuana? Do you no failure? It's not approved by the FDA. So then no, right? Kind of, which own. is and why that goes with a hazy legal situation is how they said it here. Hazy. It's kind of like <laughs> nut nice. got sacked. Nice. <laughs> it's a little hazy. Can't quite open my and eyes. And I mean, finally. honestly, then just change your damn employee handbook, right? It says, I mean, it makes it out to be like this thing that's like employers in Illinois are struggling to reconcile their drug policies with the new right to get high. Like, then do you want people to work or do you want a bunch of alcoholics at your work? Like, I mean, it's up to you, but. And then, when, you know, if you think about, too, like insurance claims, like if you get hurt on the job, you know, and they, they're going to do a, a drug test to see if you were under the influence, it would be it would be one thing to maybe apply. I mean, I guess you, we'd, you'd have to meet in the middle a little bit and do like the, the nanogram rule. You know, when you if you got hurt at work, they take you down to the hospital, they draw your blood and your nanograms are under five. Yeah, but that's like, are you still is are that you still, why you got hurt, though? That like that. I, that's I have a hard But that's what the that. insurance companies are saying today. Well, like, course, oh, you have marijuana in your so. system. And so that is the reason that the hydraulics failed in the crane <laughs> and you fell and broke your back. It's, it's because you were you, high and you were fucking around on the crane. I told yeah, you. Yeah. You know, you smoked times. pot two days ago. And that is the reason that you, you are now in a halo last week on your birthday and now you're dead because of the crane snap that's how dangerous marijuana can be <laughs> so that's how dangerous it can be watch out well i think i would smoke more of it if it was that dangerous yeah right <laughs> <laughs> you'd think we'd see like, more <laughs> awesome this buzz lasts for days right all right. Uh, oh, and in closing, uh, Ian, I have to ask you, Gawker wants wants to ask the question, will it ever be cool for women to smoke marijuana? You know, if, when I think of things that are cool and things that are uncool, women smoking marijuana, not cool. Will we ever get to a point where it is cool? I don't even know how to answer that. Only really. you have to like, like why, why would somebody even ask picture? that? It's cool, but only if you do it dressed like this, <laughs> like you have to see the picture. 
It's like fairy magic elf with a pan flute. <laughs> that's like, that's the only way for women to smoke way. cannabis, right? <laughs> Through my pan flute. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What? I wonder, the, the better question to me is, who thinks it's not cool for women to smoke marijuana? But it's okay for it men. It depends, It's though. cool for dudes, you know what I'm saying? But, but chicks, you better, I mean, if you want to find that future husband, you better not be smoking any of that dirty devil weed is that does that ever make a difference like if you're on a blind date or something let's say hypothetically and you find out she's like that's a deal breaker oh you smoke weed sorry i can't do this only if you maybe you didn't smoke pot yourself but like would that even bother you or you have different moral compass if you don't me right yeah i don't know me personally i don't judge but people like that yeah absolutely you're not gonna bring that around my children Before I before I started smoking cannabis, you know, when I was twenty years old, I was dating a girl, and she it was a deal breaker for her. She found out that I smoked cannabis by going through my computer one night while I was at while I was at work, and she saw a picture of me taking a bong hit sitting on the couch. It was like, and, oh hell no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it was like this huge deal breaker to her, you know. Oh, and like, shit. so I come home from work, you know, and she's like literally sitting on the couch with her arms crossed, the computer monitors on with the picture like full oh, screen, busted. you know. And I'm like, I'm like, what? And she's like, you were smoking marijuana. And I was like, yeah. Like, and? And? She was like, I can't live with any, you know, like, drug-doing motherfuckers. And so that was a deal breaker for her. And I was, like, astonished because I I guess I just didn't really see the big deal. Right. Like, we'd only been dating for, you know, a short amount of time. And and I guess, I I just, how do you not know that somebody doesn't smoke pot? I mean, I had a pipe in my car. You know I what I mean? It it's like insane. we hung out all the time and I'd be baked. I guess I just never really asked her. But if you like if in, the, in the few weeks that we hung out, you know, I don't know. It was just it was awkward. if you don't, if you don't know, if you're not around here, if you don't smoke it, you don't know. And then you automatically assume that someone that smokes weed is, is like they portrayed on TV. So that unless you're all like <laughs> they're all goofy and shit, <laughs> then right. you're not going to, you know, right. And me not being too judgmental, like if she, like I I understood that just she like, didn't whatever, smoke. I'll stop smoking. Well, I understood that you... she didn't smoke, and so it's not like I like put it in her face. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. It's not like I like oh yeah, I'll come smoke and hang weed out. on the way to your house, not precisely, actually precisely, I... sure, precisely. Sure. You know, just so and you know that's that's I mean. So being what ended polite, up? Uh, what ended up actually being the cause of the relationship uh, ending? That that was you... it. Oh, that and that ended it. For well, him. pretty much, yeah. Uh, well, was it because you were like. If it's a big deal to you, then that's weird, and now I don't like you anymore because that's weird. That's a weird thing to get that upset about. No, it wasn't. Me. I, I mean, that was my attitude, but she was the one that was like, "I'm the fuck out of here!" Like, oh. screw you! <laughs> you know, like it, it's like here. you know, she should have might as well found that's a picture awesome. of me, like you know what I'm saying, like, right? Uh, making In out with some other girl, on the, yeah. On the, right. But instead, it was just getting ch by some dude from behind <laughs> or something. Like, where'd you find that picture? It was college. It was once. <laughs> but I also understand the, the, the viewpoint. You know, like... Sure. I, I won't date another alcoholic. That's true. Like, that's true. tried and tested. No, thank you. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? Been there, like, like, that's that's a tough... That's hard to do. What do you mean? Like, date an alcoholic. Oh, yeah. It's it hard to do. It wasn't unicorns and rainbows, no, bro. <laughs> I wasn't, like, dancing around oh, every day. Saying, oh, this is so awesome. In the morning. Yeah. It's 8.30 in the this morning. This so awesome. Yeah, right? Lucky me. Right? Oh, God, there's I like up this. on the couch. Uh, it says, Fuck. it is the natural privilege of white heterosexual males to be perceived as winning and debonair as they sit on a couch in their underwear eating Cheetos and, quote, chasing the dragon, which in parentheses means smoking marijuana. 
Stop chasing what? the dragon. Gawker, you might want to check your, your research here. Yeah, chasing the... What? That has nothing to do with pot. But can you imagine a college-educated woman smoking marijuana? I can't. I cannot even visualize what the possibility would look like. So I can, I can only show s- you <laughs> what that looks like. Kelsey, come here. <laughs> so I can only speculate on how it would appear. My best guess? Pathetic. Oh. Damn. Wow. Women, take it from a man who's been there <laughs> under arrest for marijuana possession. You do not want your rose petal scented hair tainted with the musty scent of Bert Solomon's offering marijuana. That's a wonderful sentence. Solomon's First offering. First of all, he started off with take it from a man. <laughs> That has been arrested. I mean, for if you're it a has woman, a criminal like, record. First of all, right. any woman with a college degree is not going to listen to some dude that has a criminal record. I'm going to take it from a man, but not that one. <laughs> <laughs> women are now allowed in the military. Is that not danger enough? If you want a woman's opinion on the dangers of gateway drug use, why not just ask? Just to select a woman's name at random, Nancy Reagan. Oh, I don't know. Maybe a little lady by the name of Nancy Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> of all the females' names that I could pull out of a hat, it wouldn't Nancy be Miss Reagan. Reagan. It remember? just wouldn't be. Like wh- I think you'll find that the societal stigma against the bizarre idea of a female becoming a user of marijuana exists for good reason. It's so women don't appear pathetic. There's nothing more pathetic than a woman using crank, which is also so, marijuana. marijuana? <laughs> Nice. So, honey, where I come from, crank means something different. And this is starting to sound like the onion. It's Gawker. I don't know. I don't ever. I, like I said again, the picture. I mean, pan flute, elf ears, pointy hat. And Just what say. woman wants to appear pathetic? Like, as long as you well, appear like decent, you can thing, be as right? pathetic where, as you want. I mean, you could be the worst, well, <laughs> most pathetic, bottom of the barrel, you know, ditch-dragging woman ever. But as long as you didn't appear that way, everything's golden. Everything's golden. That's a good point. Wow. It's all about perception. Right, right. Isn't that, like, kind of taking advantage of men's uh, benefit of the doubt? You know, if you have this this appearance that, you know, that you're some upstanding Were you chasing gentle... the dragon again? No, I was smoking heroin. Why? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what? What's your problem? Uh, that's awesome. Uh, all right. Um, I think that's about it, isn't it? Yeah. Can I, can I leave us with this comment that was posted? Oh, you guys yes. Can... This is a perfect Post uh, comments thought. on each of the episodes. Uh if you'd like this and one now a dramatic reading from yours <laughs> truly one. matt matt lee <laughs> da, da, da. this was a uh, post on episode 141 uh, last episode so <clears throat> thank you ed for the comment and i read through my research of the meteorite metal that i made this gold with i have discovered it is the future in computers I will not take my own life, so you will have to come do this. Quit screwing with my computer! Stop! I'm getting really fed up with the feds messing up my life. I have brain damage, and I figured out how gold was made. Suck it. Uh, But they made it so I cannot sell it or tell anyone. My life is over after dying three times. An 87-day coma, then healing my brain so well I made gold! Gold, bitches. I made gold. I saw in meditation that this is how to get the word out. (laughs) Comments on the hotbox. That is why I do this so much. Peace to the world, but to the feds, I am not against my country. My great, great uncle is sitting bull. My blood... (laughs) 
I'm sorry. <clears throat> My bloodlines are part of this land. I am the same as the owner of Facebook. I am against control. Once again, because is why I live. <laughs> Records break, but when is it your life? What do you do? I know I am not just broke, but broken. I've been trying to let the word know how the brain can heal, but what a price. Had to believe that my brain was healed so much that I am able to teach about it. Wake up, world. Wake up. Yes, long ago I was a criminal. I went to prison and I learned my lesson. Did a public service being a marine mechanic, so I know what it's like to be treated as a criminal. I'm being treated so one, so bad, I had to record this. I have been forced into being God's warrior. <laughs> God's warrior. Yes, I have recorded a 5.5 brain injury on the Richter scale. I died three times. I was in a coma 87 days. I woke so everyone could see my brain heal with cannabis. That way, hemp will be allowed to heal the ounce one of earth. Is that right? No. THC shrinks blood vessels while every hit makes heart pump harder. Head rush, making the blood vein ends grow in my brain. <laughs> and see. End quote. I don't know if end that's... End quote, though. End quote. <laughs> like, I don't, literally, like, that's... I don't know if that's, like, from a, a bot or, like, a person, but... Thank I you. Honest, yeah, no, I, a that. bot I think would produce a little. Like I don't think there would be all the caps. Like you think that the caps are I, too random, or, or for a bot? Yeah, there's yeah. some pretty clever bots. Did I just fail the Turing test? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're a person or a bot, man. You win the Turing <laughs> test. Like there, we've achieved AI. Done. And and thanks On for the, the comment. Ed. And thanks for the comment. Yeah. Uh, email info at hotboxpodcast.com, hotboxpodcast.com. That's our website. Check it out. Show notes and everything by Ian, yours truly. Nice job last week, by the way. Uh, thank you. That was my first time ever writing show notes. Won't be your last. For I'll anything. tell you that. Yeah, apparently not. Nope. You're hired. Like Done. I said. Uh, leave a message at 406-204-4687. Subscribe on iTunes. Check out the Google Plus community. We're on Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. So, uh, thanks for listening. Ian, thanks for being here. Good evening. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. If you like you like we wear wear you need to If you like we this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast.